Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord, everybody. Prophet is Dawn here, and I am the senior pastor of Life Path Apostolic Agape House of Prayer, and I bring you greetings from on high. What a mighty, mighty God we serve. Today is day four of our 21-day fasting, and I am so grateful to God for what he is doing in our lives. Amen. God is a great God, and he is greatly to be praised. It is my intention, uh, maybe even throughout today, I want to get through each of the days, each of the days so that we have the daily instruction. But if I don't, if I can make it through uh, day 11, I will feel like I have accomplished something. Amen. So y'all pray for me. This is day four. And I am doing these recordings so that I provide instructions, make it easier for us. They're only bite-sized chunks, right? 15 minutes of your day, 15 minutes. I would admonish you, just listen to them uh, early in the morning so we know uh, what our focus is. But anyway, today we are on day four. And Father God, we just thank and praise you. We honor and adore you for another day to be in your presence. Amen. You are a great and mighty God, and you are greatly to be praised. There's none like you. Nobody can love us like you do. Nobody can do us like you do. Nobody can be God to us like you are. Amen. We are grateful and thankful for our life, our health, our strength. We thank you for waking us up this morning and starting us on our way. We thank you for giving us the activities of our limbs. We celebrate and bless and thank you, Lord God, for who you are, for you sit high and look low. And Father God, we honor you that we sit under and open heaven and we can ask for those things that we stand in need of trusting and knowing that you will hear our prayers and be faithful to answer each and every one we thank you lord god that you know the thoughts that you think towards us thoughts of good and not evil to give us that expected end as we continue along this journey of this fasting lord god we ask that you will forgive us for every sin seen and unseen known and unknown that we may stand before you through your righteousness as we end out year 2022 and we break into 2023. Amen. All right. Well, we thank you. We honor you and we bless you in Jesus name. Amen. All right. So today, today our focus is Set the desire of your heart. That is our focus. Set the desire of your heart. I want you to read Jeremiah 33 and Romans 18. Again, you don't have to be burdened if you are a slow reader like me. I'm a slow reader because I like to concentrate as I read on what I'm reading. So oftentimes when I'm trying to get something in, I will go and and listen to the audio version and because I like to comprehend what I'm reading <laughs> or hearing, I will listen to the message Bible. So I get the message, even if I follow up and go back and reread it uh, in, in the King James. Because there is there are some disparities. There are some, some missing pieces. And, and, and we get that, right? Anybody who has learned a secondary language, we know that sometimes in translation, some things are, are missed. Amen. So, so I, that's a strategy that I use. If it's for you, uh, use it. If not, don't. 
All right, so so our focus today is set the desire of our heart. Amen. Know and acknowledge that God has a plan to surprise us. He's going to surprise us. He's got something uh, ready and waiting for us. I want you to call on to God and watch him do things that you would not expect him to do. Know that his covenant will stand. And that he can get us through any situation or circumstance that we are going through. When you don't know what to do, pray. When you don't know what to pray, ask God. Set your desire. Ask God to set the desires of your heart. Amen. All right. So we are standing on Psalms 27 and 4. And Psalm 37 and 4, amen? The Word of God says in Psalms 27 and 4, it says, One thing I ask from the Lord, this only do I seek, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, to gaze on the beauty of the Lord and to seek Him in His temple. Amen? Psalm 37 and 4, the Word of God says, Take delight in the Lord. And he will give you the desires of your heart. Take delight in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. When it comes to setting our hearts in proper place in an alignment with God, there's no better example outside of Jesus and the things that he did and what he showed us. There's no better example outside of Jesus than the, the, the walk that he had with Christ. When we think about Ezra in the Old Testament and how he set his heart on God, he wasn't led by his own fleshly desires. His desires aligned with the desires of God. And God gives him in the Old Testament as an example to reflect how we set our hearts in the right place. He wasn't responsible for leading the first wave of exiles back to Jerusalem. He was over the second wave. And so we learn about uh, Ezra, and I, I, would, I would admonish you to get in the Word of God and read Ezra uh, chapter 7. Because in this chapter, it shows us his life, and he wasn't a powerful military leader. He, he, he wasn't this boisterous uh, leader uh, who, who led his people out of exile. He was simply a scribe. And to be honest, he was so obscure in the Bible that he's almost forgetting, be, for, forgetting, forgotten because he really didn't even show up in the book that was written about him until chapter 7. 
And this is why I want you to get into chapter seven and read it. Don't don't use this as your replacement for what we're doing with the chronological Bible, okay? Because we 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 we're getting into Exodus. We're finishing out Genesis and getting into Exodus. But I still want you to read uh chapter seven so you can learn a little bit about Ezra. Because in chapter seven, God shows us that his hand was all over him. And it's evident in the way that he was able to successfully lead 5,000 people with 30 tons. The Bible tells us 30 tons of special uh, precious metals on a four-month, 900-mile journey. They went from Babylon to Jerusalem. The, the, the thing that we have to realize when we are learning about these biblical characters is that they had the intellectual capacity the same as us. They thought the same. They, they had the ability to process thought the same way that we did. They just simply lacked the technology. So our thinking patterns, our way of, of processing is congruent to the modern day technology that we leverage. I bring that up because when you think about how he led all of these people, how they had all of their goods, how they traveled for such a long time to such a far distance, that took a certain level of intellect, strategy, and capability that if I was to go back to that time, because technology has taken my brain away from an ability to think like that. This is what they did every day. This is an everyday thing. And it seems uh, monstrous to us, astronomical to us, because we, we, you know, we got to travel 900 miles. We're going to get in a flight. But they had to strategize. And to me, that is just, it's, it's so striking and, and phenomenal when you think about it. But Ezra's focus wasn't so much on the challenges ahead as much as it was, he was concerned about the holiness and the purity of God's people. He was more so concerned about the holiness and the purity of God's people than the actual journey. And that concern that he had ultimately led God's people to repentance. So so what's the point? What's the point here as we study Ezra to learn more about the identity of God, the identity of God's people, and how it is applicable to our, our lives? The point is this, that all of Ezra's success can be biblically directed back to the place where he set his heart. Back to the place, back to the primary uh, purpose and goal that he had. 
Ezra shows us the key to leadership and a clear guide to success with God in our own lives. He shows us how to focus on what is important to God. We still have our challenges. We still have our goals and objectives and things that we have to do, the task that is set before us. But his focus was not on that. His focus was on the heart. And so as we go through this fast today, let us keep our focus on setting our hearts in proper alignment with God. As you reflect today, I want you to consider where will you set your heart? The world, as we learn about Ezra, we need more people like Ezra in the world, but we've gotten away from that. Where will you set your heart? And according to Matthew 6 and 33, what should you seek first? What should you seek first? I want you to go and consider that. God's kingdom and his righteousness. We got to get back. We got to get back. So our focus today, day four. And as I am uh, going through this recording, this is technically our day four, but I wanted to go backwards and complete the days that we missed. And I wanted to go forward as much as I can to get the instruction out there. So you just have the a la carte. You could just go and click on the days. But I'm telling you, I would admonish you, go back, take the time. Take the time. You're not too far off. This is only day four. Get caught up. Read those scriptures. Get them in your spirit. Telling you, we are not a defeated foe. God has given us power and authority. It's time for us to employ it as we enter into 2023. It is imperative that we do. Let us go before his throne. Heavenly Father, we thank and praise you. We honor and adore you. We are grateful to you for your majesty, for your sovereignty. We thank you for your grace and your mercy, for the miracles, signs, and wonders that follow us all throughout our days and in our lives. We thank you for our life, our health, our strength. We thank you for giving us the faculties of our mind. We thank you for breaking off fetters and shackles off of our lives. We honor you today. We thank you for intimacy with you. We thank and celebrate you for a mind to live right, walk right, talk right. Do what you have called us to. Father God, we ask that you forgive us for every sin, seen and unseen, known and unknown, that we may stand today through your righteousness. Father God, help us to keep our minds stayed on you. Lord God, we want you to be top priority in our life with nothing even close in second place. Help us, Lord God, to love you more than we ever have before. Help us to love you 
Father God, we want you to fill our heart, all of it, so that your love and your grace can flow richly throughout us to everyone that we come in contact with. Father God, we thank you for this day four of our fasting and our praying. And we seal this prayer this morning through our faith. And we ask, Lord Jesus, that you will dispatch your angels to do that which you have commissioned them to do in each and every one of our lives. Father God, we thank you. And we ask for immediate manifestation of your glory over this prayer and this day of fasting, consecration, and supplication, and prayer. In Jesus' name, amen and amen.